You know that scene in Bird Box where um, Sandra Bullock is on a boat with two kids and she had to navigate through rough waters blindfolded? Yeah, that's the visual representation of what parenting is like for me. I kind of just shut my eyes and I hope for the best because undoubtedly and with complete and utter honesty, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, welcome, welcome to the uh, another episode of this podcast. Uh, if you're new here, it's a podcast called I Don't Know What I'm Doing, where me, Sophie, uh, I talk about um, the like the biggest part of my life right now, which is being a father, being a parent, and we. If you if you didn't listen, if you if you didn't hear uh, our episode from last week. Uh, we had um, Nurul Jana, my wife, be our like second guest, I guess, like um, second host. What what do you call that? Like a co-host, co-host of the podcast, and uh, we were talking a lot about um, our experiences as parents. Then um, today on the podcast, we also are joined by not just Nurul Jana, but uh, my youngest, um, Cheyenne Jaffir. Welcome. Mr. Shayan Jaffir. Mr. Shayan Jaffir, who happens to wake up just at the right time before <laughs> we recorded this podcast. And he is so intrigued and drooling over the microphones Cheyenne, no, no, no. and the laptop. Oh. Welcome, Shayan. See something. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah? Cannot be. Are you going to join us for the whole thing? Huh? Uh, he's gonna wanna touch things. Yeah, he's gonna wanna touch things. To uh, put it into context again, um, uh, if you missed the last episode, uh, me and my wife we are sat here in our pajamas in the living room after our boys have put uh, after we've put our boys to sleep, and I thought that uh, she should be the perfect person to like talk, you know, parenting with. So okay, so Cheyenne's just gonna be here. So if you guys do hear the cooing of a baby it's not me or my wife it's Cheyenne alright so let's keep that uh, clear anyway to leave the laptop alone please leave the okay 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 <laughs> okay this how it works okay yeah okay alright let's continue alright okay. uh, today on the podcast me and my wife we're gonna talk about um, a little thing about favouritism and I'll take on it and maybe we'll answer a few questions here and there and um, yeah, so sit back and enjoy. <laughs> this is a laptop. Okay, that is recording a podcast so that I can be famous. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you want me to be famous, baby, don't you? Baby, don't, 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 don't yeah, you, don't you know you're more famous than I am. Okay, baby. Uh-uh. Alright. You just pinched me. Yeah. Try and cut yourself down. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work out. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You can produce the podcast, okay? I'll, I'll, I have given you credit. Alright, so um, 
in regards to favoritism, right? Um, a friend of mine actually was uh tweeting, her, her take on favoritism, and I think uh we've we've spoken about it before, and she 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 has mentioned in the past where, you know, her family has dealt with favoritism, and I, I can openly say also that my family uh has had favoritism done, not done, but they have favoritism in place, but I don't think anyone actually addresses the issue. And I think up to this day, I'm still a victim of it, but I, it's just it's just been so normal that I kind of just, um, it's just how our day-to-day life works with my family. Um, I'm, I'm the youngest of three, and the, like my, despite me being the youngest, the attention, uh, most of the attention actually goes to my sister. So that's where the favoritism, um, I think, starts and ends of sorts. Um, yeah, so I understand from a young age, uh, favoritism and how it actually affects the psychology, psychology, <laughs> psychology of a person growing up and how it affects their self-esteem. And I remember back when I was like, uh, you know, a teenager and stuff, trying to, trying to be a, you know, like I had like self-esteem issues. I didn't know that I was I was good enough. I didn't know I was, I was, you know, there were a lot of things that I was just, I didn't have the confidence in myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm listening to you, but... I know. And it's, it's, it's just one of the things that I've always wanted to, like, um, avoid when it comes to starting my own family. It's one of the things that I, I, I never want my kids to be a victim of. So, um, you know, I do things... Uh, I do try and like um, make a conscious effort into like reading up on. Okay, right now I'm favoring one more one kid other than the other. <laughs> Shine's playing with the laptop now, but I'm kidding. Um, I think your dad uh said it best lah. Um, before we got married, your dad had I had a conversation with your dad whereby he he mentioned the difficulties of like dealing with favoritism. In the sense that if you have three kids, right, what would be equal to you and what would be equal to them? If they all if you give them all an apple, mm-hmm. would that be equal? And then like I said, yeah, everyone gets an apple. But what if one person that uh, like one person out of the three likes apples, but the other two likes oranges? <laughs> you like <laughs> hey. oranges? Did he start a podcast? No. Shall I give you? What shall I give you, baby? Can I go to sleep, eh? If you don't want to be here, you go to sleep. Start laughing. He goes laughing and talk to you like that. Yeah, anyway, like. <laughs> <laughs> we are having a tough time trying to get this done. Do we have another laptop that you can play with? His brother's laptop. No, 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 you, you destroy your laptop. With my dad, you see my dad. Yeah, your dad. Uh, mentioning like how how it's difficult to like, what is e- what is equal to you might not be equal to your kids. Mm-mm. What is fair to you might not be fair to your kids. So yeah, um, therein lies the that. Yeah, I know. That's why my dad, right? He gives. He whenever he gives us present, it's always different. Like my sister, he he knows my sister. My elder sister likes music. Mm-hmm. 
So he would get her like um iPod, iPod, or like even back then the C what Walkman, C Walkman. No, no, the CD player. The, like. the, uh, the CD player. And, the and I'm like, I never get any of those. You know, so mm. I always have to share with my sister. Mm. Or if she, uh, if she's kind of enough to like borrow me, yeah. yeah. But I always get, like, there was one birthday, I got a Parker pen from him, a Dreamwood Parker pen, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why you gave me pen? But you were the. And then, the yeah, no, and then he, he, he um, I think his reason was because I, I like to like write, yeah. not, not write stories or, or, or like, you know, compositions or anything like that. It's just like I like to like doodle. Mm. So I think that's his intention behind people, the gift. I don't think people doodle with bucket pens. But I don't know. But I get why. Yeah, he yeah. got me that. Or he like, he would get me, uh, he got me a phone, like the Blackberry. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that I like, I like to text you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the, the gifts differ in that sense. Lah. Yeah. So like in, in terms of like being treated, I feel like what, what happened to me uh, growing up, I try to not avoid. As in like I'm, I'm very aware of... of aware of what Shayan is doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm very aware of... I'm very aware of that situation. Uh, I'm very aware of what favoritism is and how uh, it can affect, um, you know, your upbringing. So I I try my best to, um, you know, keep myself aware of my actions. How do you uh, affect your upbringing? Like 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 you said like just the self confidence part. There's a lot of things. I feel like... Um, you seem very confident to me. I think... <laughs> yeah, I... Sometimes I put on a front because... Give me a I think. Take a Okay. Can you smell it? Alright, I'll try. No, no, no. I did poop. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> so, yeah. Um, how it affected me. I feel like... In a lot of ways... Um, it's it's attention, you know. Like mm. when you were a kid, especially you you crave for attention. That's why I feel like I acted out when I was younger. I can I can blame it on myself, but it's also because like I didn't get the the right attention that um you know a kid needs to grow. So I always had to entertain myself. My parents um were both working, so at a young age, uh, I was left to uh, to my grandma to mm. take care of me. Or your helper, right? Oh, yeah. My grandma until I was seven. And then my, when my grandma passed away, my maternal grandma passed away. And then uh, my my mom depended on helpers to, like, you know, pick me up, raise okay. me. Yeah. Like, in between the days. So, so like, in terms of, like, I, I, I never really got that attention that I needed with my parents. Yeah. And then when, when, when it comes to, like, like even now yeah. the attention just doesn't get shown to me it gets shown to my sister instead and it should get shown to maybe even my brother instead because my brother is there sometimes I feel like because my 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 brother is 11 years older than me and my sister is 3 there was a kid in between that um, didn't make it so sometimes I feel like I they didn't really plan for me like I kind of just happened to happen like an accident yeah or a surprise, whatever you may 
comment. So, so in in that sense, I feel like, um, the they, they kind of like their mindset kind of stopped that too, yeah. or maybe three, but because of the the miscarriage, yeah. they stopped it too. That was after your brother. That was like, after my oh, brother. Okay. In between my brother and sister, like an example, I can I can bring up is obviously I'm not trying to like um I'm not trying to give my parents a bad name or anything like that. That's the last thing that I want to do. But I've uh this podcast is in a way my own therapy to to be honest and just um say out my truth so um one one example that i can think of is back before we got married and my my uh my sister was a flight steward flight stewardess and uh, she would obviously like have to leave at odd hours in the night or return or return and then for me back then when i was in ns mm-hmm. uh, i had to book in at a certain time to she find out whatever right so yeah. sometimes um, when I was like really desperate and I, I, would, I would just ask my dad um, mm. whether he would, uh, you know, he can, he can give me a ride to um, mm. the camp or to, to, to the ferry terminal and mm. he would say that he's tired, yeah, that I'm, I'm a, a burden to him, that he's, he's, he's he, you know, he, he would just make up excuses and I would just have to like accept it. But then the next, the very next day, if my sister had a, a flight at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., he's up with no questions asked to send her or pick her up at very, very like late hours, very odd hours. So that obviously hurt me. But I, there's this culture in my family whereby even if you're hurt, you don't you don't mention it because like when you mention it, people people think that you you uh you. You're a snowflake. You you too you too um, sensitive and all that, and they'll make uh, they'll leave that as the reason instead of like addressing the issue at hand, you know. So we kind of agree to just. I'm sorry. It's okay. It, it, we we kind of agree to just keep. No, I'm sorry about that, and yeah. also shy. I know. He's <laughs> playing with the box now. So yeah, but I don't know. From. But you didn't mention that. Um, uh, even when you mentioned that because of this, like you felt that you were very independent because of like how your parents treated you, like you would settle your own stuff. Yeah. Like you've learned not to like depend on them for help, and then you just. It's more of like I. I, I it's more of like I I I learned that. I learned not to depend on them because they're not dependable, rather than, <clears throat> you know. Okay. It's um obviously my, my, my parents have been there on certain occasions for my in my life so that I can definitely remember big moments. And yeah, big moments that oh. I, I would not like, you know forget. Forget and I I, I do appreciate them and everything they do. But like but yeah, like you mentioned, like because of this I try my best to like any any problem that I have you should coffee. <laughs> Any problem that I have, that I kind of need to solve, right? I I I, I don't go there to them. I don't mm-hmm. find them uh, dependable enough sometimes. So I would settle it on my own until I really cannot settle it on my own. Then yeah, I'll ask them for help. Like even when we had um Samir, mm-hmm. uh, we would just go home on our own. Yeah. Like even if it's very late. Yeah, like my my dad would my dad would offer a ride to let's say we're going out or we're out or we're at my my parents' place. 
Yeah. My dad would offer a ride to my brother who has three kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with us, we, we just like, you know, I, I just insisted on like, you know, we'll take a grab or we'll take a cab. And then... And then, um, and then like he went, oh, you sure? Okay. That, that's, that's it. That's the end of it. But with your dad, when it comes to these kind of things, um, whether or not we had kids or not, he would like insist on sending us, you know, insist yeah. on sending us, picking us up. Yeah. It's just, it's just the difference in like, uh, priorities when it comes to, yeah. Yeah. So, f- I, I try my best not to like, I try my best to keep myself self-aware yeah. enough to, avoid any favoritism when it comes to Sami and Cheyenne. Yes. Like right now, the age gap is pretty obvious. I think especially after we have Cheyenne, then we realise that yeah. we do not want... I think, I think every parent... Every parent do not want to practice favoritism, you know? Mm. I don't think they like, okay, you know what, I'm, this is going to be my favourite kid. Mm. Yeah. But sometimes I think that you just do it unconsciously. Mm. Subconsciously. Sub, subconsciously, uh, subconsciously you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> subconsciously you, 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 you do that. Yeah, you place different types of hopes yeah. and dreams. Oh yeah, <laughs> but with my family it's a bit different though. Like my dad admits, openly admits that my younger sister is his favorite child. But it's just jokes. Yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, yeah. I think it's a lot tougher on my sister, uh, on me, my sister, my my, my elder sister, yeah. than he is with my younger sister. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that is an act of favoritism. Yeah. I think it's just like, she's my third kid, you know, like, yeah. I've learned from the other two. Yeah. I'm just going to like be more chill with her. And not only that, like, there was a seven year gap between yeah, the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but when my younger sister was born, you can see that, like, the attention was suddenly, like, more focused on her. Mm. Yeah, like, my parents kind of like, because we were old enough, right? Mm. We should be able to take care of ourselves. Mm. You know, so like, yeah, I mean, I I didn't feel the, um, between my sister, my my elder sister and I, Mm. I didn't feel the, um, as in, I I didn't feel that my parents were treating my younger sister a bit differently than how how they treated us. Mm -hmm. Because my my elder sister who who kept telling me that, oh, Papa and Mama now only have one kid. Mm. Now, Now I'm like, hey, Oh, I need. Okay. And <laughs> then, like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't even know where we stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to take a short uh, break just now because um, Cheyenne was getting out of hand. And he needed to go back to sleep. So, um, Jana actually put Shine back to sleep. So, it's just the two of us again. Um, you're talking about you and your sister. You and your sister, the age gap isn't that different. But then your... Uh, uh, my young sister. Yeah, after your sister mm. was born. She, she, she well, was like, oh, my... my, my I, I feel like such mouth, my elder sister was mm. one who felt um, like the attention was taken away from us and like it was given more or, or it was directed more towards my younger sister mm. I didn't feel it lah maybe I was oblivious you know but I'm like oh really? okay but you've always been giving of your attention it's in like you, mm. your personality is that you don't you don't need all the attention you rather the attention be on someone else mm. so when it, when it went to your adik you're like good it should be good to her because she's a kid and she's I, I don't know stuff. if I thought that way lah I think I didn't 
I don't think I was that mature like good. It should be to the, towards mm-hmm. the baby, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, I I don't know. It just didn't matter to me. But maybe it's a middle child thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was actually thinking right just now that one my colleague actually told me that she she wants to have four kids because she doesn't want to. She 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 doesn't want her kid to have the middle child syndrome. syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So she has okay. The reason why. Yeah, I told her that you have one first, and then you tell me whether you want to have and have three more. Yeah, for for me, the reason why we, why uh, I'm I would be content if we, we stop our family at mm. four, is four? because I mean at at this oh, family okay. of four, right? <laughs> yeah. four of us. Okay. It's because mm. um, uh, there's no middle child syndrome. But you know, is uh, is the middle child syndrome an issue for you? Like, would that be a, something that you want to avoid? I I I would if we have control of it. I would. But, but I I always think choice. that if you don't make it a thing, it wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, but the thing is, sometimes I feel like, um, it's 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 um unfair to our parents to like, like point it out. Oh, you you because of you, I have the middle child syndrome or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think they consciously do it. And I also think that you wouldn't know what the middle child syndrome is until you find out about it. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know until I learned. Psychology. In, 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 yeah, in poly. Yeah, and on top of that, I feel like because, because um, like if you know, I was the, I was the last of three, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I am at the last of three. Mm. But yeah, somehow, I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, somehow it the, the middle child syndrome fell on me instead rather than yeah. my kakak. So and you know what they say, right? The middle child is always the the most independent. Mm-hmm. I think. That if reflects you, well. Yeah. But like, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but <laughs> I am. Though. But you are. I yeah. Agree, I agree with that too. So extent. like you're sort of the middle child and I am the middle child. So I think mm-hmm. that we are very independent when it comes to parenting. Yeah. Like we, even we, now, if my, I think between my siblings, okay lah, not my, not my younger sister because she's not a mom yet, but I would like to think that I'm more independent in terms of um, parenting. Yeah. yeah. As in like we, we take it on our stride. Mm. We 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 take responsibility, mm. uh, and we we try we try our best not to like involve too many people, mm. and we try our best to not um burden or trouble, or trouble anyone else. Yeah, we try and take everything on on the chin for ourselves, but, but like a little bit of help hum- always humble breaking. Yeah, but like honestly, like a little bit of help uh, goes a long way. Goes a long way, lah. Yeah, it's I'm, true. I'm always appreciative of, yeah. of anyone who you know. Office to help like my mom recently started uh, to make porridge. started wanting to make porridge for or for Cheyenne. Cheyenne. No, but that's the thing about your mom though. She she lo- she loves it when like Samir or Cheyenne eats a cooking. You know. She loves it when anyone eats. No, a but cooking. even more when Samir or Cheyenne does mm. because like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think because my my mom is the one who raised Samir. So Samir is always eating my mom's food. Mm. But your your mom doesn't have that and then recently when Samir started eating and he enjoys eating her food and then you realise that your mom cooks more often for him mm. right yeah like daddy she, she wouldn't give like the, the butter rice for Samir mm. and he didn't have yeah like yeah. my mom my mom's um, way of affection of showing affection is through her food yeah it's always been that way mm. since we were young so like whenever she can cook she would cook and then yeah. she usually like that's how she shows her love when she cooks your favourite food yeah you know like for me the other day she it's randomly true. for my birthday she made um, ikan pari bakar right? I haven't had that for a long time was it your birthday? Hmm? 
Yeah, it oh, was yeah, yeah, birthday. It was your birthday. Yeah. I haven't had that for a very long time, but yeah. I felt very guilty to, to, to have one for myself. But she yeah, said, but oh, I made it for you. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I can't compare. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the aluminium foil okay, that you continue. used. <laughs> but yeah, so... So, um, we shouldn't have a third lah, I don't know. As in like, I... I, I I'm I'm okay. I'm content with what we have now. You know, I yeah. don't want to think about Me like too. another one. Um, but to be honest, like when when Cheyenne, when we had Cheyenne, the thought of like you know, of having two kids and uh did like puzzle my mind in terms of like how we're gonna handle teaching Samir how to be a brother, and you know like the fear in my head, like it, the. I had this like thought of like them fighting and we us not being able to control them and them you know pulling each other's hair and all this and it, it tends to happen like you know sibling rivalry tends to happen but I I, I, I was so worried mm. that it would get out of hand because mm. like I remember last time I mean me and my brother we were 11 years apart so we, yeah. we never had so yeah. much of an like physical yeah. altercation yeah. we shouldn't like because that, that's bullying <laughs> <laughs> but, like you are 10 eh, yeah, like even me and my kakao never, we, we never had that yeah. kind of like this but mm. now we have two boys with their mm. age so close together mm. right I, there was it was a worry for me that yeah. they would like have I don't know rivalry and stuff but I did like do my research and read up on how to like eliminate um, the rivalry and make it so that they are you know they see each other as like lifelong friends rather than just you know um, someone trying to take away attention from my parents yeah and it's um it's actually it's we, we see it happening now like Samir Samir right now he's he's he, it's rough housing he's rough housing but he's also trying to understand where the line is yeah like he, he wants to play with his brother but uh, sometimes he doesn't sometimes he wants his own space yeah, also yeah. so he has this um he's becoming his own person slowly and he can yeah. tell um but we just like the, the 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 challenge now is to like coach him and encourage him to be uh to make right decisions and not to hit and not to like yeah, you know rough push. house because yeah. his brothers but you're rough house with them but all the time I rough house with, with with them because what I know what I read up is that it actually helps relieve all and then, I know, you know, I know all you the me. all the pent up uh, yeah, anxiety but maybe that's what have. he's doing with his brother also maybe but yeah. Maybe then, if that's the case, I'm not setting a good example. No, then maybe you, sh- you should see that, um, like, you can only do it with me. Like, not to Cheyenne, like, only do it yeah. with me. Maybe we can, we can work on that one. Yeah. How would you ensure that you do not practice favoritism? Um, at this stage, I think it's... Uh, it's no, would you, would you... Do you think you will ever be like, I think I favor this one over the other? No, I think the mm. thing about me is that I I can see the difference in personalities and character mm. from both of them. Yeah. And I appreciate both of their characters, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I encourage both of their characters mm. to like um flourish and to just yeah. show. And but I mm, I don't I don't I don't like um favor one over yeah. the other. I w- I would want both to want succeed. to achieve and succeed anything that you yeah. want to, you know. So, yeah, but do you think like um people tend to have favoritism when they have more kids 
like you know like I'm a teacher right yeah. so like in the class of 30 you can't help but to have like a few who you favour more than the other you think you are cuter right? <laughs> yeah, who, yeah who, who I think <laughs> like is cuter who I think like uh, is so well behaved and like I, I have no heart to school mm. to school them because you have so many kids in the classroom yeah. so I think like if you have like many kids like you have 7 or 10 or even 5 yeah. you can't help I, I don't know like, where you can help but maybe you subconsciously like prefer one over the other I don't know yeah. I, 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 yeah. I don't this know. This is but... just from a teacher's standpoint, but do you think that if you have more kids, you'll be more likely to have favorites? Um, I, I don't know. Is it like. Like, you see, my grandfather has seven kids. Yeah. Huh. Who would his favorite be? I don't even know. I don't think um, it would come in play. I mean, like, if you're aware of it, then you, you yeah, know. Yeah. But I think from our perspective, from a parent's perspective and from a kid's perspective, it could be very different. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. uh, they may think that we favor one over the other, but yeah. actually, like, from our We are playing to their point, strengths. Yeah, we are. Like, just now when Samir, you said, right, that Samir uh, thinks that I spend more time with Shayan. Yeah. Because Shayan was sleeping on me. Mm. It's not because I favor Shayan more than him. Yeah. It's just that Shayan... Um, that's how Shayan sleeps. Yeah. And that's how I keep him sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. I think um he feels that um maybe he's just pent up, you know, like he, yeah, he just perhaps. you know, he always sees Shayan with you. But the thing is Shayan's being clingy right now, so that's why he's always with you. But he doesn't understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sami sure. doesn't understand it. Sami Sami sometimes maybe just wants you. Yeah. You know? And it's a strange because like he he was very close to me. Yeah. Uh and then and then one day, um, with my change of job and everything like that, mm. suddenly I'm not around and then you take that place, right? Yeah. And then he is now in some ways inseparable from you. So yeah. this is this is one thing that you've always wanted though, right? Back then when he was so clingy with me, he wish you wished that he was no, I never wished that he um you know, like when he when he always asks for you, or he only wants you, I never wish. Oh, I want that to be me. Mm. You know, I, I I don't. But now that he, I don't even think he is like that now with me. Like even when when you're at home, he he's always closer to you. Yeah. Maybe he's the one who practices favoritism. Yeah, he's he. Okay, and then we have to coach him <laughs> to to stop with the favoritism. No, like, I don't think so. I think he's just more excited when you're home. Yeah. So to sum up, I feel like. Um, when we had two kids, it's one of the one of the things that I made self aware is you know to to try my best not to um, put any favoritism in terms of anything for, to but them. But they're still so young, so you can't. Yeah, yeah, but, but 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 because it's good that we are more aware. Like, yeah, yeah. That's 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 my point. That we're more aware and that we we play to their strengths, not yes. not to point out like you know who, who we are we yeah. favor more. Or more like if if Samir is more in tune with like space and like science and stuff, we we play into that. Yeah. We don't we don't we, we encourage him, but then like yeah. we don't we don't force him to like yeah we don't do this thing whereby like uh, look at your brother your brother can do this why can't you do it you know what I think yeah but that, we don't do that also I know and 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 that's I one think, thing I, I appreciate. Think that's what modern parents are like now. They're more aware, self aware. Like, like you know my parents your parents kind of like generation they are like that. Mm. 
Okay, I don't know lah. I'm I'm just assuming that perhaps modern parents are a little more aware of such issues. Yeah. What do you what, what, what do you do? I think just testing the uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, modern parenting is different. Yeah, I think I I just feel like modern parenting is more self aware. Yeah. You know, but it's a generational thing. I think yeah. some some are still stuck in their old ways. Mm-hmm. Because they feel that um they they turned out fine yeah so there's no need for change yeah but uh if like I'm not I'm not trying to toot our own horn or I'm trying not trying to praise us but for me I realize the mistakes of the past mm-hmm. and I I realize from a young age that you know parenting can be done better mm-hmm. and like you know at a young age wow yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the last the last time uh okay. <laughs> Can be a good dad. I can't. I can't remember. I can't remember how old I was. But the last time, the the first time that that thought actually came to my head mm. was when uh, I was really young, and like, uh, like uh, maybe no, like maybe primary. No, about twelve, thirteen. Okay. Um, that's not very young. Yeah, but I was I was self aware enough. Uh-huh. But what what happened was my my dad, um, mm. being in that. You know, I I I annoyed him to some extent, and he chased me around with a hanger, whacked me on the on the back of my calf, mm. left a big bruise, mm. and the the hanger broke, and then I went to sleep as uh, uh, crying that night. Yeah. And then uh, my I think my auntie was there, in the house, and then she um she came up to me before she left, and then she just like you know she consoled you. She she consoled me while I was trying to sleep. Uh, cried crying myself to sleep. My dad didn't even say anything. At thirteen. Yeah, I think I was thirteen or twelve. I was younger, maybe. I can't remember how old, but at that point, I realized that you know this kind of physicality that my dad likes to enforce, and even like, I think we're going to a different topic here, but like I'm just gonna open up like when. My dad l- likes to enforce uh, fear mm-hmm. rather than, you know, show his love to in respect to respect. So I grew up respecting him out of fear, not out of love. Mm-hmm. So to this day, I, I, I know I love him, but I feel that the fear is overtakes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And like at that point of the story, when I was like crying myself to sleep after my, my auntie left, I told myself when I become a dad, This is not how I'm gonna parent. I'm not. Kid. I'm never gonna hit my kid. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna hit my my wife. Also, when mm-hmm. I become a husband, I'm never gonna. It's it's just not in me to 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 um resort to violence in yeah. order to get what I want. I know there's a better way to do it, which which I brought towards like when I went to NS and became a sergeant, and then like you know how, um during my time as a recruit, they really they were really hard on us. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the times before mine were was even worse. That they let the pump you guys. Yeah, and like really like um for no reason sometimes uh. like they they were just being assholes for no reason. Yeah, like when I was in NCC also. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really. Okay. Uh, Stop bye. comparing. Bye. <laughs> But I'm telling you, sometimes oh. it feels like that. Okay, now everyone knows. Thank What's you for that? saying that. Now everyone knows that you always talk about NCC whenever I talk about NS. <laughs> Anyway, I think um, I can relate to it. Yeah, so when when <laughs> I went through that, I realized that you know what, people can be like if you want people to behave, if you want people to like listen to you or or like have respect. Respect is a two way. Yeah, it's a two way street. Street. So 
Um, sure. I, I when I became a, a, a platoon sergeant, a sergeant or a trainer, yeah. I made it my point to you know what I can train these people without without that method, without yeah. being hard on them. Yeah. I can get through to them, and time and time again, I think two three times in a row we had like the best platoon, uh, yeah. the the best recruit and stuff like that. I don't I don't take full credit for it, uh. But you do lah. But I do lah. Uh. <laughs> it's mostly me, not <laughs> everyone else. It's true to me. What? I don't know. So, but um, as in that's that's how you can you can ask my recruits. Yeah, I know, if, right. yeah, yeah. I, I've never been hard on them. Yeah. Unless I really they really piss me off, but yeah. um, other than that, I've been uh the kindest. Yeah, I've I've been trying. I I I I was always um. Aware. Yeah, and and I always want to. I always want to like have yeah. a, a mutual respect for yeah. us to. You know, I tell them straight on. You know what? Yeah. I'm doing my job here. I need you guys to do yeah. your job, and it's it's just as simple as that. Mm. It's hard to transition from a civilian mm. to an. But uh, I mentioned. Uh, I think I mentioned here a couple of times that when I speak to my colleagues, who are teachers and parents also, yeah, that oh we never hit our kid like my husband and I we don't hit our hit we don't hit Samir we we believe that you know like we shouldn't hit our kids lah. Yeah. But they always say that oh no, you have to give it to them one time. Like really give it to them one time, and then they will learn. Yeah, but that's instilling fear. Yeah. So so that's their point of view. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's I, that's the I think the, the the previous generation's point of view. No, but sometimes our, our our age, no no our age, I mean slightly older, but that's how they like you know let's stick out your hand and then no let's tap your hand. Yeah, I know. Like it's yeah. it's, it's a sense of like. But after that, like what my colleague mentioned, her son. Stop doing it, like immediately, and didn't do it again. Yeah, out of fear, you yeah. want him. You want him to make the choice between, um, to 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 I do know, it just, because it's the right thing to do. You know, to listen yeah. to you. But so contr- there's there's a difference between controlling and co- and coaching. Know. You know, you can't control our hit, kids. I don't want to hit our kids because I I just feel so bad. You know, because they're so small. Yeah, they're too like chat. Samir is turning three in a few weeks. Yeah, I know. And he's only he's only been alive for three years. You know that's why I think that's my reason. Yeah, there's a reason why his decision making is not there yeah. yet, and he yeah. needs us. Yeah. Because he's only three. Okay, I didn't think that far lah. But but it's true. I know. Like, <laughs> even even his even in his development. I just feel bad for hit if I ever hit him. Yeah, well. I know. I I, I, I have to admit that I do get very um. So close to. Hitting. So close to hitting him sometimes, like when I'm tired or whatever. Yeah, it it gets very difficult. Yeah, it gets annoying, especially during nap time. Nap time is a very stressful time for us. <laughs> for you. For me. <clears throat> Sometimes somehow he never listens to me during nap time. He never he rarely ever naps. I rarely ever get him to nap when I'm yeah. around. So, like, it, it, I do get stressed out with it sometimes. But I I I usually like need so, to like yeah. wake him up. Right, I'll smack my own leg. <laughs> rather than smacking you. Yeah, or, or, or like you mentioned the other time, you just hug him, right? Yeah, I just hug him and I just like, you know what? I, I need to let the the hard mm. feelings and the, yeah. the anger and the tense, yeah. the tension inside me melt. Yeah. And just he he needs it too. Yeah. And yeah, like, and I mentioned a lot about that book, but like that book, that I uh, I <laughs> the comparents, <laughs> comparents happy book. kids. Yeah, something something I I I read. A phrase in it again just now about how <laughs> it's like a playbook. Yeah, it is. Like sometimes when I get too tense and like I get very very like, stressed out with parenting, 
I just go back to it and it just it calms mm. me down, you know, mm. it gives me like okay, reassurance that, you know, just go back to where you know, okay. you know that you, where you what you're doing has been right. Anyway, uh the phrase was um that uh we need uh four hugs for survival, eight hugs oh no, we need four hugs a day for survival, eight hugs a day for maintenance, and twelve hugs a day for growth. growth. And it's especially it's especially important for kids his age, Samir, Cheyenne, to to have that emotional connection, especially with us, yeah. that that physical connection. Yeah. Even like a foot rub and all that, you know, just just yeah. let them know that we are here. You know, yeah, give like, them comfort. You know, when I shared with you the other day, I think within the first twelve seconds of the, I I, I can't remember the number, but within the first like how many seconds of them waking up. Mm. It's very important that we are there. Yeah, yeah. Like hug them to kiss them for that. Yeah. Like it's just to kickstart the day, right? Yeah, it's true. Even yeah. though their their day started wrong, yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes Samir wakes up with a tantrum. Yeah. And sometimes he can get very difficult, I especially need, at this point. I need the hug more than he does whenever he. I need to sleep. <laughs> Uh, like you mentioned that your podcast is I I what what's it called? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. So what is the one thing you know that you're doing right? Um, not instilling fear in my kids. No, that's a good one. Yeah, as in I think even when we were like but, we. But do you think that they would play to your weakness? Like somebody's not scared of you. He shouldn't be scared of me. I'm his best friend. You know, like, like as in uh, like, like okay, I'm I'm uh oh no don't worry, my dad's not gonna call me, you know? Sort of thing. Like if he's like thirteen. Being like he he needs to know there's a difference between being scolded at and being disappointed. Uh, I'll uh, like if if he does something against where which I know I've trained him to, yeah. to, to know better, I'll get disappointed and he he knows when I'm disappointed, yeah. you know. So like I think you want our kids to eventually grow up knowing that they shouldn't do a certain thing because they don't want us. They, they don't want to disappoint us because yes. they know that we love them so much. Yes. And yes. they don't want to hurt us that way. Rather that right. than rather that than oh rather that mm. than them do I it. I think we've spoken about this before. Like, what if somebody asks whether he can smoke, right? Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, uh, my 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 answer is simple. Like, if you want to smoke, you do it in front of me. If you have the guts to do it in front of your mom, mm. then I'm like, wow. You'll be surprised. I am so. very disappointed. I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, you like preparing for heartbreak, ah? <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think he they will. Yeah. I'm a big boy, mama. I'm not, I'm not saying that smoking is bad. I I, I don't know, I feel like smoking is bad. Smoking like screw you. I don't smoke. Yeah, you can smoke if you want. It's like yeah. it's your own choice, but yeah. Okay, anyways, okay. I don't know. <laughs> like going into deep into matter. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. in terms of like instilling fear, I rather the. Um, they know they they make their choices and their decisions right, yeah, not okay. based on the consequences, not because of fear, but because yeah, you know they know what's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good cop, bad cop. Who's more um of the good cop? I think between me and you, me. Yeah, you you always want to play the good cop. No, I'm not playing a good cop. I'm just talking to them with respect. It's not. No, you shout something. Like, Same, same, same. Every time Shayan lick the knob, the door stopper. Yeah. So like, 
And then you just like, hmm. Just take him away. That's why the kids all like prefer you than me. No, they don't. Shine still sleep on you. He still prefer looks you for you. Don't. Every time like he's, he's tired and he's sleepy. When I'm trying I to put him, <laughs> when I'm trying to put him down for a nap, he 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 mm. keeps looking at the door waiting waiting for you. Mm. He will he wouldn't want me, yeah. So like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you are more the good cop. Okay, next. <laughs> um, okay. So um, I don't know whether you want to go into like. How did we meet? <laughs> yeah, my friend Nukman actually asked. Um, yes, please explain. Question. Uh, how we, how we met, blocks, so. You want to start? Uh, I think everyone knows. I think everyone knows the story. I think he knows it also. He does. I think. Yeah. All right. So fine. So we will match make. <laughs> yeah, we were in this show called Love Is Blind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The re- real the real way we met was that um like I mentioned we've been we've known each other or at least we've seen each other for seventeen years. Yeah. Seen as in like with our eyes, not like seeing each other each other. Cause, oh, okay, um, okay. I didn't catch that. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, okay. We were in the same secondary school, uh, but we only started speaking to each other when we were in sec four. During our last year. During our last year, and uh, I I liked her, but my friend already like kind of liked her. So there's this like bro code where you don't like you know you don't cut someone's you know line line, but um. Apparently nothing was happening between you and him, mm-hmm. so I, um, you know, mischievously asked him for your number so that we could prank call you, mm-hmm. but it, the the real Did intention. Did you remember when? Uh, it was one. When? Um, what? What? Flag day. Wait, flag day is when you collect donations. Oh, the other the other one. Day. Speech day. See, I remember. Yeah, you were in your NCC uniform. Yeah. Anyway, like we yeah, it was during sp- after speech day. Uh so so it was like some the the uh we oh, were we, is on YouTube, right? <laughs> yes. We were we me and my friends we were hanging out till late night. Uh. We we rarely ever do that. So we were at the uh-huh. we were at the beach mm. and uh they wanted a prank call because they were bored and mm. I asked them to use my phone uh to call you. Mm. Uh, secretly I really just wanted your number but mm-hmm. I don't have the guts enough to like go up to you and ask for it yeah why is it because of your self-confidence no f- yeah fear of rejection <laughs> has always been a thing for me and then um, yeah and then we prank called you and then you you hung up and then like on the way back in the bus I'm like oh yes <laughs> yes I, 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 I can I can text her <laughs> hoping that she would text me back She would, you would reply me mm. and then you did and then we had a really long conversation that night I don't remember Sophie. I remember it was really long but it was long. like it wasn't like such a deep and meaningful conversation no it was just back and forth yeah but like you could have stopped any time you could have stopped any time I was the one who texted you <laughs> I think I was you could have ignored me right? and I would have just like moved on the I next ignore. day I don't I usually don't ignore I'm, I'm, I'm I usually nice enough to like who's this yeah at least who's this yeah now I see you now that we're married, right? I see you ignoring phone calls that you don't know. Yeah, because sometimes they're insurance agent. Or tele telemarketing. Yeah, or telemarketing. I have no time for all this. I don't. I'm hardly with my phone. Okay, so that's. Anyways, yeah. Okay. That's anyway, yeah. We 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 got together for a short while, and then, um, because of exams and stuff, we 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 drifted apart. Yeah. And then we went our separate ways after secondary school, mm-hmm. like. 
I showed up to prom and you didn't even show up. Uh, we, we, we've never made we, we never made a deal but but okay. I I was hoping you would show up but you didn't <laughs> to, to like you know end it in, okay, in a wearing, dance Sophie was wearing blue contact lenses at prom right? was it blue or red? blue wow yeah to match my I'm so yeah, <laughs> my smile had I been like oh my god I was so embarrassed yeah but also smitten no I don't think I would because of my charm I'd be like why is he like so um yeah that was happening and yeah then, okay so fast forward um after all levels because you thought you, what happened it's hard fine ask it go and increase the that one so after all levels if you went to DP I went to JC and then I dropped out of JC because so JC sucks and then I went to Poly and then Sophie changed from Thermotic Poly to Nian Poly which was also the Poly that I got into so and that's how we met alright next yeah, and then when we were in Poly, that's where we really got together and um, last long, uh, guys, last long. That's where we are now. Who said that? And that's what the, the, what's that the kids are just saying now, right? To like, teen, like, relationships. I don't know. Um, uh, I love you, I love you. Like, if you post on Instagram, like, you know, pictures or like, oh. last long, guys, last long. That's always their reply. You, I don't know, I don't know any young kids. <laughs> I have a lot of young kids in my class. So, my batchmates. Huh? Hmm? Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so confused. So, that's how we met. And we've been together ever oh, since. Ever since, yeah. June 6, 2009. Yeah, then June. June 10, oh, sorry. June, June 6. <laughs> June 10, sorry. June 6 is your other girlfriend. June 6 is another girlfriend. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, so. Did he? I don't know how to answer Didi's question. <laughs> so I have my I have a cousin. So my cousin asked. <laughs> she thought that she can ask any question, and she decided to ask us. Describe her. So her name is Didi, or that's her family name. Mm. And she said, "Describe Didi." So you go ahead. Because she's my cousin, and I love her so much. So she's to me, she's. Um, Didi is a big Justin Bieber fan. That I know. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Huge, yes. Um, she I, has like I, Justin Bieber posters in her bedroom. Yeah, I don't know how old she was when I first met her, but okay, she was really, so really we, young. We met in 2009, right? Yeah. So let's see, what's the age gap between me and her? She is 19, 11 years. So 19 minus 11, she's 8. Wow, she was 8 lah. I think so. Cannot be, wait, wait, my maths. My no, I remember, I remember Ika being really young. Okay, okay, wait, so wait, I'm, I'm the. Hmm. You are 30 this year. She's 19. You're 30 this year too, <laughs> you know. 11, yeah, 11 years. So 19 minus 11 is 8. Wow. Right? Yeah, she was only 8. Wow. Yeah. I've known her since she was 8. And wow. yeah, I've seen her grow. Which means that her younger sister was only 5. You know, 8 minus 4 is what? 4. Oh my god. Ika was 4. Yeah, they're 4 years apart. Or was it 3? Yeah, whatever lah. I don't think three. Really, I, I know she was like four. I yeah, Maybe. I think. Oh, she's so small. Yeah, so like Anyway, okay. What, okay, what, what do you what do you this isn't a podcast about <laughs> Didi. Okay, so she's, bottom line is she's a huge Justin Bieber fan. Yeah, and she's uh she's uh she she's kinda cool. She plays football, uh she plays FIFA. She's kinda cool. I like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some people I don't like, I like her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who I like. Yeah, I like. So right. um okay. 
Okay, what is what is the most impressive thing that I did as a mom, in your opinion? Um, Please say giving birth. Yeah. Yeah. As in, I think there were multiple th- times and moments where I was just super impressed and super. Okay, the most number one. I think your your birth, for the both boys. Really. Yeah, as in, like I saw you, how tough you were, going through everything, and like you know you were mm. you were losing a lot of blood. Your your face was pale, yeah. and like the Sami was a very long labor. Yeah. Cheyenne was a little bit too shorter. Long, too long, yeah. Half, yeah, half. Yeah. Twenty hours and ten hours. Yeah, I felt like with Cheyenne you were a bit more relaxed in some ways. Yeah. Like you, no, you could oh. even joke with me when you were, you were high on the on Wait, the on the gas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. with 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 Sami, you it took a bit longer. Yeah, yeah I was more so scared. So you were, you were more scared. Yeah. You were more like there was a lot. I thought you would say. You are most impressed at how I can put both boys to sleep at the same time. You ask me the most, right? Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, what else are you? Do you want me to be impressed by? Huh? What else have yeah, you done? Yeah, that yeah, you I can do that. I can do housework. Oh can cook. yeah. Housework, okay, I'll, I'll write this down. What else? What else? Okay, okay. Anyways, for me, uh, let me see. The most impressive thing that you did, that that you do or did as a father, uh, 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 I don't know. Eh? The most, eh? The most. Okay, let me think. Most. I think like when you come home from work, especially now when you and and I know you're very tired, but you still like put on a happy face. You still smile. For the boys when when they're at the door, mm. I look part of that. Oh Allah, why did not sleep yet? No, no. Um, my whole walk from the bus stop to here, <laughs> I was doing that. So once I'm here, <laughs> I put on another yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. I was prepping you myself. You show them that you're you're tired or that that you prioritize your sleep over being with them. Yeah. Because I know that it's not easy. It it gets tiring, but yeah, you know, like it's it's just part of what I do, like. Okay. When I come home, that's that's the one thing I want to yeah. do. You know, be be a dad, be a husband. Yeah. All right. Last question. Greatest thing about parenthood. Um. The greatest thing is um. About being parent, about being a parent, about being a dad, whichever. Is the small highs you get when they hug you, when they kiss mm-hmm. you, when they, um, they just acknowledge you. Yeah. Or they're just happy to yeah, see you. Yeah, something like randomly say, "I love you, Dada." Hmm. Yeah. We said it just now before we went to sleep. Oh, the sweet. Yeah, after an hour. <laughs> yeah. Cheyenne, Cheyenne, when when Cheyenne sees me at the door, that acknowledgement that yeah. he has when he smiles. Yeah. That that is. Even when he wakes up at four a.m. Even when he wakes up at four a.m. and like, sucks on my nose. Yeah. To wake me up. Yeah. Even that. Yeah, that's a small high. Okay. The small highs, lah. When he yeah. acknowledges you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. That that does it for this uh, uh this uh, week's episode. It's a bit longer than than expected, but that that does it for for this week's episode. Um, I want to thank my wife, my beautiful wife Jenna, for for being a wonderful co-host with me for this. I want a hand blender. Uh, yeah, a hand blender for for the what coffee? Dalguna. Dalguna coffee that we made. Uh, Wait, for you said you liked it. Half an hour, and it's gone for in. Less than 10 minutes. So I told you to get me a hand blender that I can make it for you every day. Alright, fine. Hand blender it is. Anyway, thank you guys for, for listening. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. Um, we'll, you know, we'll upload an episode 
every few days uh, when <laughs> whenever I can. Um, it's it's at that point right now. Um, and until then, uh, do check us out on Instagram. Follow me on Sophie, uh, on Instagram at Sophie Yusof. Um, you can find me on Twitter as well at Average Sof. Uh, I tweet some funny stuff sometimes. And uh, my wife actually um, takes over my Instagram stories most of the time. So you guys can check it out. Check that out. She's really funny and she's wise as well. So, you know, um, that's how you keep in touch with us. Other than that, please, um, if you have any questions that you guys want to ask us, uh, do feel free to drop us an email at, to me at Sophie. Uh, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> so free s-o-f-r-i-e y-u-s-o-f-f at gmail.com and we will gladly answer them or just leave them on on instagram um until then uh stay safe wash your hands and uh bye bye Today on the podcast, we also are joined by not just Nurjana, but uh, my youngest, um, Cheyenne Jaffir. Welcome. Mr. Cheyenne Jaffir. Mr. Cheyenne Jaffir, who happens to wake up just at the right time before we recorded this podcast. He is so intrigued and drooling over the microphones and the laptop. Welcome, Cheyenne. Say something. Yeah. <laughs>